Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. Good morning, my friends. It's another gorgeous day. Whether you are like me and you're still sick or dealing with allergies, whatever it may be, as you can hear in my voice, (laughs) or if it's an absolutely beautiful day, you're feeling great and energetic. It's a day that the Lord has made and he is working in you and he is working for you. And today we're going to keep it short and sweet as we just do an overview of both books, 1st and 2nd Thessalonians, these two wonderful letters to those believers in Thessalonica, believers who they started to believe in a very tumultuous situation, right? So we're going to just pull out some key verses from each chapter as we go through here. So let's go ahead and dive in. This whole time I'll be reading from the ESV. And we're starting, of course, with 1 Thessalonians. And we're starting in chapter 1. And we're going to start right away in verse 2. Just remembering these, these key verses and these key ideas and themes. We give thanks to God always for all of you, constantly mentioning you in our prayers, remembering before our God and Father your work of faith and labor of love and steadfastness of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. And to me, that sums up a few themes, actually, of these books. The work of faith and labor of love. Paul talks a lot about idleness as opposed to working for the Lord. That yes, rest is good, but idleness and just living for other people, right? Living off of their means or to get into their business, that's not good and that's not healthy. So seeing this example, the work of faith, the labor of love, but also steadfastness of hope. As he talks a lot about the end times, we know the promise that we have in Christ and that is our living hope. And so we want to be not only working and laboring in love, but we also want to be holding steadfast to that hope. Hopping down to chapter two, let's take a look at verse 13. And we also thank God constantly for this, that when you received the word of God, which you heard from us, you accepted it not as the word of men, but as what it really is, the word of God, which is at work in believers. It is God's word, y'all. It is not man's. And that's what makes it so powerful. And that's that's why we listen to it. That's why it's so important. And that's why these last two epistles that we read, why they are important as well. Chapter 3, verse 11. Now may our God and Father himself and our Lord Jesus direct our way to you. And may the Lord make you increase and abound in love for one another and for all as we do for you. So that he may establish your hearts blameless in holiness before our God and Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus with all his saints. And the thing I love about this verse is that it's not us increasing the love. (laughs) It's the Lord. May the Lord make you increase and abound in love for one another. It's all about his word being at work in us, his Holy Spirit working in us, and how we can abide in the vine. 
being with him, connected to him and his strength and grace rather than operating out of our own. Hopping down to chapter 4, verse 10. But we urge you, brothers, to do this more and more and to aspire to live quietly and to mind your own affairs and to work with your hands as we instructed you so that you may walk properly before outsiders and be dependent on no one. And this is actually talking about brotherly love, loving one another. And in order to love one another, you need to live quietly, minding your own business and working hard. And it's so interesting to see that Paul had already addressed this topic when he has to readdress it again in 2 Thessalonians. So just keep that in mind, that we don't work for ourselves, that it's not just to lift ourselves up, but it's actually as an act of love for others. So we're not being a burden to them so that we're not being dependent on anyone else, but we're working with our own hands and we're trying to glorify the Lord even as we live to love others. Hopping down to chapter five, I've got a couple of verses here, verse eight. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober, having put on the breastplate of faith and love and for a helmet, the hope of salvation. We want to be putting on that armor, faith, hope, love, all grounded in and supported by, energized by Jesus. It's all about Jesus. And then down to verse 23, now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely and may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful. He will surely do it. All about encouragement, faith, hope, love in Jesus because it's all from him, not from ourselves. Hopping over to that wonderful second book, diving into verse 3. We ought always to give thanks to God for you, brothers, as is right, because your faith is growing abundantly, and the love of every one of you for one another is increasing. Look at that example of increasing love, of increasing faith. Yes, you might have a good amount of love. Yes, you might have a good amount of faith, but we want to be ever growing again in the Lord from his strength, not from our own Chapter 2, verse 13. But we ought always to give thanks to God for you, brothers. Look at all this thanksgiving. I love that. Another wonderful theme. (laughs) But we ought always to give thanks to God for you, brothers, beloved by the Lord, because God chose you as the first fruits to be saved through sanctification by the Spirit and belief in the truth. God is the one who chose them to be saved. God is the one who sanctified them in the spirit. And he's the one who gave them the truth they just needed to believe. Isn't that beautiful? Again, so much of God's work, which is just awesome. And now for chapter 3, verse 13. As for you, brothers, do not grow weary in doing good. Keep on showing up. Keep on doing the good. Living out of faith, hope, and love. And lastly, verse 16. Now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times in every way. The Lord be with you all. And I just wanted to close with this. Actually, from 1 Thessalonians, verse 9. For God has not destined us for wrath but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us so that whether we are awake or asleep, we might live with him. 
Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up just as you are doing. Encouragement and motivation. That's what these letters are all about. Encouragement about the promise and the hope we have and also motivation to keep on doing good, to keep on loving others, to keep on seeking the truth even when there is division and confusion, to keep on seeking the Lord because he is a God of clarity and a God of peace. Let me know your biggest takeaways. Send me an email, support at hesedheart.com or a DM on Instagram at hesed.heart and I would love to share that on a future podcast episode. Without further ado, I'll see you tomorrow morning.